Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Can we give him a hand clap because it's Friday? It is Friday. Yes, yes, yes. Hand That's, claps, please. Is that the hand clap? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds about right. Perhaps. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, y'all, for coming to listening Thank to y'all. the Double Dose Podcast. Y'all, we are your hosts. I'm Shonda. I'm Chanel. And again, we are Double Dose. So it is our pleasure to bring to you content perhaps for you to listen to us talk about lifestyle, faith, and culture each and every week. From your new favorite twin cousins, Shonda and Chanel, a.k.a. Yes. Double Dose. Yes. Yo, we're so excited for today's guest. Wait, you forgot the tagline. Oh, we wait. Are one set of twins. With two different perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, go ahead. Yo, we're so excited about today's guest. Um, we have our very own friend, actually new friend. So yeah. we met in July at the podcast summit, and it was just vibes, and we clicked. So welcome, Truly. Truly, truly, what's going on? How y'all truly, doing? Truly, truly. Now, truly, do you prefer truly two times or truly, truly? You know, truly two times is kind of like for the slow people. Okay. Um, truly, truly is uh, <laughs> what I go by. Um, so truly, truly is cool. Okay, truly, truly. All right, welcome, truly, truly. And where are you calling from? Yeah, right now I am currently uh, in California. Oh, oh. what part? In the Bay Area. Nice, nice. Okay. And where are you originally from? I am originally from Atlanta. Okay. I was about to say that you have a down south accent. Yeah, I thought you were from Florida. Uh -uh. So it's like all over the place. Born and raised in Atlanta. Then I got my college degree in Bay Ridge. And then I came back home after that. Uh visited Miami for a while, visited New York for a while. And now I'm currently in California. Nice. Okay. okay. Awesome. Well, wait, yeah. who brought you out to California? A business. Yeah. So, um, I've been freelancing uh, out of college for a while, and then I started some businesses um, outside of clothing, and one of those happened to be a tobacco business. So, I came out here um, to join my business partner. He said, hey, man, it's getting a little slow. We can actually get jobs, invest in the business. And go from there. And so I've been here since 2018 doing just that. Okay. Nice. So you, you like up and moved as a result of like an entrepreneurial venture. Yeah. So what was that like? um, I had this, I had this thing in my gut that just tells, it tells me what to do. <laughs> and I don't give it much pushback because of the track record. Okay. okay. So um, I'll have you to know, I graduated top of class in high school and I could have, I could have had a whole scholarship in Atlanta, forty k scholarship, but I chose to go outside of Atlanta to pursue architecture. Um, architecture, so, yeah. that's yeah, I got a degree in architecture. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just said, hey, bro, leave, <laughs> and uh, I left to go to Baton Rouge, right? And then something said, why we shopping, bro? Just make it yourself, make your own stuff, mm-hmm. clothing brand, right? And then something said, when I graduated college, come back home. Um, to finish what I started. And uh, I had no idea what that meant, but I went back home anyway. And the rest is kind of history. Literally, my business partner, we met in a studio in Atlanta um, because I'm a freelancer, graphic design, clothing design, et cetera. He said, hey, man, I'm going home to spend time with family. Get your job, get your spot, man. We can make it happen. 
Um, I said, bet, bro, my client's not paying like they're supposed to. And the A, I'm willing to drop everything to go blow up this whole tobacco business. And uh, yeah, dropped everything, left my car, left all my somewhat contacts and came out here and became an employee. <laughs> nice. That's dope. To invest in the business. Yeah. yeah. No, because I know there are probably a lot of entrepreneurs listening mm-hmm. who are probably like, I don't know if I should move for this business venture or if I should stay or what yeah. have you. Like, that's a common uh, internal conflict that people yeah. experience. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, it didn't really resonate until maybe about nine months later, uh, which is so weird. But I just saw, I mean, the best analogy is if you're on the sinking ship, you have the awareness. The ship is sinking. What are you going to do? Forget pride, forget ego, forget what people thought. Funny enough, people were more fearful of me leaving and coming westward than me staying and toiling with uh, means of living. So it's like uh, Atlanta did me well. I sold a lot of clothes, made a lot of shirts, freelanced a lot of my services that I provided to myself. But, you know, everybody being... You know, Hollywood TV shows, reality TV stars. I'm not knocking that. But for me, if I have a price, it's my price. And so it was more or less like if I can leave and go to college just off a whim and kind of just go to a place where I know nobody, right? Why would this be any different when I know at least one person? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it comes to a point where we have to operate with a sense of urgency. And so for me, yeah. my compass has been sense of urgency. And knowing that if I'm having this this utterance, this uh, path, if you will, it's not by mistake. Yeah, I love that. You know, so, so yeah, uh, I've been following that voice for a while now. It's been going pretty well. Um, and I think for those listening that are struggling with it, I always tell people, they say, man, you left Atlanta. I want to go where you from. Why are you out That's here? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Because people go to Atlanta <laughs> yeah. for the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but when you're from Atlanta, it's certain elements that you can't master, that you can't use to your advantage unless you leave and then get that bird's eye view. Okay. Um, and, and so for me, like, I didn't hit six figures on paper until I left Atlanta. It was certain mm-hmm. things I had to kind of escape, starve yeah. myself from. I had to quit liquor. Right, had to uh, be single for a while. It was a very um, difficult process, but again, if I didn't follow that compass, I'd still be in Atlanta. Yeah. So you're, t- yeah, uh, go ahead. No, you, I gonna was going to say? say, like, you're talking about something so important here because, yes, we're talking about being able to pursue um, like business ventures and to be successful naturally or physically, but you're saying you wouldn't be at that point had you not have like, became sober uh right. been single for a while like right. you prioritized like your spiritual and relational health yeah over you know the business at some point yeah you had to separate to elevate is what it sounds like yeah okay. yeah and then too you know atlanta is a little different you don't know you have a problem until you remove yourself and mm-hmm. so um since i've been 15 16 we've been in the recording studio i have i know my friends have since then and when I left to go to college, my whole goal was, let me find purpose. You know, I tried rapping, I tried songwriting, and I'm still true to those things, but there's something else at the root that I feel I could be good at, and my strong suit happened to be business, right? And then this whole design thing. 
Uh, and so coming from that background, when I, when I removed myself, you know, Tesla drove me to drink <laughs> and I experienced anxiety for the first time. I had no idea what people were going through when they would work jobs and go through these hours and feel bad until I worked at Tesla. Funny enough, I started investing seriously at Tesla. Okay. And then, you were know, you a I noticed at Tesla? Were you a salesperson at Tesla? No, Fort Lift Drive. Okay. Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Even with a degree of architecture, life has a funny way of giving me not what I want, but I guess these building blocks yeah. that are essential, but not obvious. Mm. And so, yeah, I know, right? And so uh, I was able to see the toxicity of my drinking habits while working at Tesla. Um, and then when COVID hit, you know, I went to like my Atlanta origins. I moved a chicken. That didn't work. Got off beer. Got on wine, right? <laughs> then coming out of that, I said, man, I don't like how I'm looking, bro. Like, man, you know, used to be cool, calm, collected, six-pack shouted. Looking a little, a little flaky here. So it was then I discovered my drinking habits were in the way. Mm -hmm. So I cut that out trying to get sexy back, right? I, I regained clarity, doubled my income. Wow. When I doubled my income, I said, okay, cool. We're going to drop one thing. Let, let's try Let's try abstinence for a while, man. Mm -hmm. So 11 months, 22 days later, we hit six figures for the year. Didn't realize it. And then what I learned was I said, wow, if I hadn't left, I wouldn't have gotten this clarity. If I hadn't left Atlanta, I wouldn't realize that, you know, it's cool to say I got a business trademark and I got an LLC, but it's even cooler to actually have the trademark and have the LLC, right? Um, COVID hit, we started getting grants coming in. And so now I'm at a place where I've met. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Made a lot of money, which is great. But now it's about how can we manage money? How can we deploy money? And then how can we scale to kind of, to kind of have something to show for? You know, when I met y'all weeks ago, uh, the past nine, 12 months have been revolutionary because for 10 years, I've had a streetwear brand. But for nine or 12 months, I've been walking into a luxury brand. Hmm. Right. Um, as my mom would have it, since I've been six years old, I've been helping people and coaching my classmates. It wasn't until last year I decided to say, OK, I'm a coach. Hmm. And so uh, this entire process would not have happened if I hadn't left. I wouldn't even been going to these conferences if I didn't leave Atlanta and say, wait a minute. These imports coming in, making noise in my city, <laughs> at my Congress Center, you know what I'm saying? down the street from, from my stopping grounds and I'm not there getting this value. So that's mm -hmm. kind of how everything snowballed. I love that. And mm -hmm. you touched on so many different key parts there. Um, I mean, one question that I had out of all of that is, and thank you so much for your transparency. Um, I would love to know, like, how do you define yourself, right? Like when you first introduced yourself to us, you said you, um, or like even just now, you just, just said you were a coach. So, like, what? who is truly, truly? Like, what do you do? Okay, cool. Let's, let's itemize it. <laughs> All right. All right. I know it's layers. Uh, I know it's layers. <laughs> so, on, on, on an energy level, I love to self-express. 
I'm a self-expressionist, right? In terms of overhead and paying bills, I got two jobs, right? In terms of the business sense and me as a person, that thing that I would do if money wasn't an issue, clothing designer, mm. podcaster, five-time author. Five um, times? And then, yeah, we got five books. Got five books. We got one. Oh, wow. Wait, what are the titles as you show Ooh. them on the screen? All right, cool, cool. Let's make sure we got all of them in my hand. Okay, cool. So we have How to Do More of Your Time, mm. Time Management for College Students. I love right? it. Uh, I've been procrastinating my whole life, so this is the, the, the cheat, the cheat sheet right it. here. Um, we did, we just got two jobs, y'all. That's it. Six Week of Confidence, right? Um, mindset and actionable steps uh, for those that want to get six-figure confidence in order to make the six figures. So right? wait, hold on. Can we go back to that cover? On that cover, yes. it says 108,246. What's that number? So I remember I said earlier, 11 months, 22 yeah. days. Okay. <laughs> From activity to activity, um, uh, I debuted this jacket. Uh, at Milano de Rouge's fashion show. Yeah. That was all in November. Now, when I got back from the trip, I said, man, let me check my, my back in the account, see what's going on. I was like, bro, wait, 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 wait. Where does money come from, dog? We, uh, we, we, uh, I know we manifesting, but it, I don't get it. <laughs> and so I had to go do the math. You feel me? So I said, man, you know what? I love my people, but my people love receipts. So let me put the, 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 let me just go ahead and get it out the way and put this in red on the front. So that's where the number comes from. This is one calendar year from November to November. So November 2021, I had the utterance to go for it, right? Get two jobs, double up. And then November 2022 is when I realized you did it, bro. Wow. Right? So this is special. So you broke that 108000 through your fashion brand? No, it's from two jobs. From two jobs. Okay. Wow. Yep. Uh, instant confidence for the shy individual. Okay, and you got your face plastered on that one. Big smile. Yeah, you know this is a a smaller version of this. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, the millionaire me. All right. Now, this is actually my first ebook slash printed book in life. The original title was Fifty Three Quotes to Live By, and then I said, "Man, okay, you know this is a couple of." Miami trips later, let's, let's give it a facelift. <laughs> and so I retitled it the, the Millionaire Me, primarily because these quotes that I live by, when I study uh, high-level individuals, they're heavy on mindset. Yeah. And these three quotes have shaped my mindset. So I thought that I would, you know, do that. And then the last one, probably my, my favorite out of all of them, is 18 Ways to Lose Money with the Clothing Brand. Wow. And then I highlight... Those we said 2018, I've been in California. So from 2018 to now, I haven't had that many sales in my clothing business. Okay. Right. Now, what's so fun is this. Prior to 2018, it was sales first, then develop systems. Mm -hmm. 2018 onward, it's let me develop systems to drive sales. Yeah. Where I said, man, you know, I'm, I'm getting 30 an hour, some jobs. I'm getting $100, a couple hundred dollars here, freelancing. Like to sell a shirt at fifty dollars and then go and then go make it, it's cool, bro, but it's not holding my attention. We got 
rings and things, watches, uh, rented cars, lifestyle, expensive garments. Like, bro, I'm not buying a fifty dollars t-shirt. So, <laughs> you know, the thing about my clothing brand, I, I always want to it to mirror where I am in life. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so, if if I'm walking into this premium lifestyle, I need to be okay with embracing a premium brand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it went from truly streetwear, right, lifestyle clothing brand, to truly fashion house. Mm. So now I'm not going to force to sell because it's a lifestyle thing. Mm. It's like, I mean, whether you buy it or not, the shirt is still $500. Mm. You know what I mean? And what was so awesome about when I met you all was this that event was the first time I've sold shirts at a $100 price point. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, so I was stunned. So did you have five hundred online? You had a vendor booth? No. Oh. No. This was all this was our energy. Um now I've vended previously, right? In my past, I would do Essence Fest, etc. But these last couple of events, it's been, you know, guerrilla warfare, man. As long as it's with you, we Gucci. I mean, even I did Invest Fest a couple of weeks ago and you know, there are a lot of vacant booths at Invest Fest. Really? So we took advantage. You know, not you. Know, what does that mean? Not you stealing Can you break that? What that means? <laughs> so listen. Um, so my my background in vending is if the vending booth costs two grand, um, if you can't afford to invest in the two grand and then make the two grand back plus some, sometimes just go with what you got, mm-hmm. right? And for investments for podcast summit, hey man, I got fifteen shirts. I got 20 shirts that I just did last night in a, in a hotel room. Like, man, I ain't got no time for no booth. And then, I mean, for me, it's about, it's about sense of urgency. Like, you know, a month prior to the event or two months or three months prior, it wasn't on my mind to even vent. So, you know, these, these conferences and these events, I've been very honest with myself and, Adding on layers, peeling back, peeling back layers. Uh, my first events last year, I came into the game. I presented myself as a crypto coach because I just did like fifteen thousand in crypto in forty-five days, and then I did um, I had my clothing brand, but I only focused on crypto. So they said, "Man, hey, you, you fly, bro. I love the jacket, man, but you know you do crypto cool, but you know I, I'm up." Half me in crypto. I said, well, I can't coach this person. They, they already <laughs> Right? And so I said, man, just focus on your clothes, bro. I said, cool, I'll do that. So I left, came back, focused on clothes. It's pretty cool, but I still wasn't tapping in all the way. Okay. Then someone said, hey, um, I'm doing these interviews. You should do interviews, right? Uh, and then before that, someone said, hey, I love how you communicate. You should be a confidence coach. So from event to event, I'm going through this process of identifying what the audience says my value is and then what I see my value is and where is that alignment, where's that common ground. And so by the end of last year, I had I had kind of dialed in on confidence coach, one book, clothing brand, right? And then after Milano De Rouge's fashion show, um, I said, Man, let me go heavy on clothing because it's you can't get around it. Yeah. So then fast forward to proven profits in New York. I'm focused on clothing, right? But then I'm helping people. And with my book, I said, man, I had an ebook. Let me just print it. Just print the book out. 
And the first title for the book was Becoming More Confident. It was Six Figure Confidence. I did, I redid that. Then I said, man, I have all these ideas. Let me go and put out more books. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let me get the podcast summit, right? So now I'm a podcaster, five-time author, right? Clothing designer of 11 years. And my goal is to automate all of my brands and focus on public speaking. Dope. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, whoa, yeah. whoa, wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's the plight of the entrepreneur. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is, you know, and um, slight flex, not really, <laughs> but these are cluster diamonds. And what I told myself was I said, man, you have a luxury brand. You're trying to appeal and appease to those that can afford it. Get you a little shine, brother. And it's so funny. This is, this is an ode to manifesting. This time last year, I was making the money. I went online. I went to my shopping cart. I put all the jewelry that I wanted to buy, right? And I printed it out, put it on the wall in my office. Let it sit for two months, took it down. Man, you're not going out. You don't need it. And then a year later, we, can, we have it. Now, last year, I could buy what I bought times five. But a year later, it, it served a purpose. And so with these cluster diamonds, I try to make everything like have some kind of relevance to where I am in the journey. I'm a clustered thinker. I'm not a linear thinker. Mm-hmm. If I cut off having a clothing brand, I have to buy clothes. If I don't write books, I have to settle for impacting people's lives in a two-minute conversation. Mm-hmm. If I'm not focused on podcasting, I can't share messages that mean things to people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I have to embrace this idea of, you know, I can't just wear one hat. I'm just going to invest in a better hat rack. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I like that. So, you know, um, so, so, so yeah. So as a clustered thinker, do you ever get worried that your audience will get confused by like, you know, having your hand in so many pots. Cause I mean, I'm a multi hyphenate too, right? I'm a podcaster, speaker, I have a nine to five. Like I do this, that, but I always have this thing in the back of my head. Like, okay, am I confusing my audience? So like, how do you avoid that? So this is so awesome. I was worried about the question. I said, man, it's an interview, bro. They gonna have a question. (laughs) (laughs) You're asking great great questions. So um, at the top of the, at the top of the year, I made a decision to get a virtual assistant. I invested boatloads of cash into her going full time. Mm-hmm. And what was so awesome was I saw the power of automation and I fell in love with scale. And so to answer your question, when I went through that process, I put most of the emphasis on my main page and confidence coaching. Mm-hmm. So if you were to go to my main page now, truly two times, and go do my, my reels, you go scroll down, it's heavy on the confidence. And so I had to invest money into that system to learn that, man, you know, my audience, every time I post, you know, an outfit, a cool little pose, a cool little trip, fly cars, they're gravitating towards that versus the information. Mm-hmm. So on my, on my post-it board over here in my office, it says, clothes only, bro. Promise. <laughs> and I dated it. <laughs> And that's because I learned on my main page 
all of my followers and some of my fake followers, they only are attracted to clothes. Mm. This thing that I've created, I've crafted, I've committed my life to with clothing design. So, you know, I did struggle with that. And now, especially now that I've started this Name Your Price show, where I am very upfront about the cost of my garments in a very colorful way, I've now deviated that to its own Instagram page. And so I have struggled with that um, probably since 2018. I mean, when I worked at Tesla in 2018, I started doing the quotes and it started getting some 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 traction and some feedback, but nothing really heavy. And so since 2018, I struggled with that. But But now I've now separated everything and made it more streamlined mm-hmm. in its own right. And it's a little more palatable. Uh, so, you know, um, different parts of the brain fire off different parts of our reality. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I've now separated everything into this digital brain, if you will, where I have success circle network, where I highlight my bookstore, confidence, coaching, all of that powerful mindset content. I have truly two times where I'm totally engulfed in clothing design, teaching others to monetize as they are and um, my clothing brand. And then I have Matthias Truly as my author speaker component, right? Where it's not such a hassle. I can hire my VA to focus on Success Circle Network. I can schedule my personal page. I can schedule my public speaking page. And now, you know, to my audience that's been so faithful or my new audiences, I got to worry about Mm. it. So to answer your question, yes and yes. And then the hack is, separate those things uh you know create like i said the digital footprint of the digital brain where every space has sorry every um faculty has its own space Mm. i think that's so smart because like we said people do have the tendency to get confused about um unfortunately like if an entrepreneur is involved in this and that because i experienced that myself um so yeah so that's that's a what's uh, been your experience with that well just like people asking, well, I I didn't know you had two podcasts. I didn't know. Oh, yes. you, you yes. know, I, I didn't know you actually public speak. I didn't know that you are you still practicing? Like, yeah. I do all of these things, y'all. Like, it's not either or. I'm still like very much a multi hyphenate entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why it's important to kind of continue to kind of put yourself out there as all of those things yeah. so that people can be aware of the things that you have to offer. Love that. Yeah. Um, question for you though. So I know, so you're a confidence coach. You have like, you know, a part of your brand, a part of when people think, you know, who is truly, truly like confidence is one thing that they think. So I'm wondering like, what would you say are some tips to building confidence for the entrepreneur? It's a good question. Okay. So I'm actually, and I just learned this. I'm going to pull from my book, Instant Confidence for the Shy Individual. Okay. They got all the sauces here. Okay. What do you mean you just learned this? Um, so, so the fun fact for me is probably in the next, well, in the, in the past three months, maybe podcast summit, invest fest, proof and profit tour, um, as a public speaker, when you're referencing skill set, framework ideas, don't be afraid to reference the yeah, book. Yeah. Right. Um, and so for me, that's my, that's why I mean, I just learned it probably next in the, in the past three months. So I'm, I'm making it. I'm make I'm being intentional about because at first it's like man you know off the top of your head but like bro yeah but what about that person that's driving that listening to it on audio that can't write it down mm-hmm. how do they 
figure it out, right? And so it's in the book. Yeah. Um, and just to be really quick, uh, I'll list the steps, and then I'll list like what's been the most powerful step for me. Yeah. Okay. So one way is to practice self love every day. Uh, it's 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 kind of funny, but standing in the mirror, I love myself. I like <laughs> myself, and as humans, this human experience. I mean, if you don't laugh after about thirty seconds of doing that, I mean, you ain't human. So I, I love that exercise. Wait, can you uh, can you one. do it? Like, can you act like the camera is your mirror? What this? What happens in Truly Truly's mirror every morning? All right, so cool. We we you know, sorry, bro. We got to go to work, bro. Let's make this money. It's funny. These businesses. I like myself. I love myself. I like myself. I love myself. Then you get real close. You know what I mean? You want you want to see all the imperfections. Cause me, I've been working on skin skin routine. You know what I mean? All up in here. Like, see all the imperfections in the mirror that you cannot avoid that bothers you at night. I like myself. Mm. Love myself. You know what I mean? I like myself. And then out of that, it's therapeutic. You walk away like, bro, okay. I do like myself. Yeah, I do love myself. I love okay? it. Yeah. <laughs> You all that, <laughs> you feel me? And, and, and two, like, um, for me, I live a life where people look at me, and so it's so it's so important for me to practice that because if not, you forget people looking at you, and then it's like you know, God put you here to be a lighthouse, to be a beacon for others. You ain't got time to not like yourself. Thanks. You feel me? So there's that. Um, the fourth thing is to practice self-love every day. That's number five. Number four, check your body language. Mm. So um, pretty cool story, and I'll be quick. Um, I went home for InvestFest, spent time with my grandmother, and she read this book, like front front cover to back cover, and uh, I'm actually going to use her audio as my audio book. And she says, um, you practice this stuff? I say, yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> And there's a part in the book talking about power pose and body language is this. What we don't realize is this. Our posture, how we breathe, it, it affects what... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. What chemicals are released in our body that reinforce, that re reaffirm our confidence, our happiness, mm. right? Our comfort levels. It's all in posture. So I'm heavy on, you know, sit erect, back straight, you know, like you got a six pack. Suck it in, stomach vacuuming, all that. Whatever your flavor is, right? To get that confident body language, practice that. That's number four. Number three, train your brain. 
Um, I'm heavy on the self-talk because it matters. Um, Side note, my mother's an educator, so I just love learning. So here's another one. I recently just learned our thoughts are not our own. And uh, I have a segment on my podcast called Truly Talks where I break down, you know, if our mind is not our own, the thoughts that we put into our brain are the thoughts that run the engine. Mm-hmm. So if the engine is clunky, you need an oil change, you go to a pit stop, something's wrong with the gas, right? So high-level gasoline only. That's I should have recorded that, but y'all get that for free. I like that. <laughs> high-level so gasoline only. Train your brain, positive self-talk is a definite must. The second thing, remember past achievements. Mm-hmm. Now, um, earlier I shared with you all, me realizing that I've always helped people. Um, just now with confidence, I thought about saying, man, I've always walked up to get you know, to get awards in, in school and college, etc. So for me, when I'm facing low moments, moments of low self-confidence, I remember those accolades. I remember the the conversations that went well. I remember um, speaking up for myself and it working out. I remember the job promotions. I remember, uh, you know, the, the first time I made money selling t-shirts. I remember the first time someone paid me attention. I remember all these positive things for those that are that are athletic, athlete oriented, sports oriented, right? The first touchdown, the first award, the first whatever that is, whatever your positive moments are that exist in the past. When it gets Bobby critical and get down in the dumps, think of that long enough to smile and then move forward. Mm. So that's two. And then the last one, surround yourself with positive people. Um, it's it's such an awesome privilege to think back on how I met you all and to say to myself, man, I, we started with smiles, ended with smiles. You feel me? And, um, you know, Sometimes it's as simple as surrounding yourself with positive people to remind yourself of what you're capable of. I have some friends that say, man, I can't do it, but but you've done it consistently. So you can do it. If anybody can do it, you can do it. I know you for doing this thing. So this next thing is possible. So, you know, that is how I would kind of give people a quick rundown on self-confidence. I love that. Amazing. Thank you for the lesson. you know, amazing. I feel like that was like the perfect plug though for your book. So for all the listeners out there who are struggling with entrepreneurship and business and confidence in entrepreneurship, like y'all need to get Truly Truly's book because I promise you like it's more tips than that. So if they blessed you, then, you know, they should definitely get it. Man, listen, (laughs) just just to follow up, successcirclebookstore.com. But more importantly, this is a 26 page table read. You know what I'm saying? This one's a little lengthy, my biggest book yet. 172 pages Ooh, uh, of straight <laughs> game. Um, I highlight all my mistakes. I love so, that. So side note, with this book and even being a coach, I said, man, and, and y'all and y'all give me some feedback. Let me know if I'm wrong about this, but there's so many of us highlighting how much money we've mm-hmm. made, how successful we have been, and how seductive it can sound. Hey, man, they made some money. Let me go listen to them. I want to highlight all the Back. mistakes because I don't know how many of us are, are afraid to admit when sales are slow, but for me, so much of my transformation has been 
when the Shopify was dry. Yeah. When the account is when the account is red and everything is declined. When you're down to your last forty dollars and it goes to some automated social media app to keep the image up. You feel me? This book is yeah. for that. There'll be eighteen mistakes that guarantee success. So um so yeah, no, I'm I, I 100 lean into that. So I actually I wrote a book of my own called The Art of Taking L's, mm -hmm. and it basically just yes. highlights the fact that success is on the other side of failure. So I agree that we glamorize things, especially on social yeah. media, but we it's very rare that you hear someone talk about their failures and mistakes. But the successes are found in the failures and mistakes. Exactly. So we need to talk about it more. Exactly, exactly. I'm a firm believer you you can't experience success in its fullness until you have failed. Exactly. You can't experience like the success and everything that it has to offer and to really glean in it until you have failed, until exactly. you have, you know, blew everything. Everything. So. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll share a secret with you all. This is a this is one of them secrets that you won't believe. <laughs> Every mistake that I've made in business has made me money. Wow. So uh, I created a shirt that I wore at the podcast summit. It says, mistakes, problems are profitable, mistakes are marketable, experiences are teachable. Mm -hmm. So when I first got started with making clothes, I did everything by hand. And my first couple of clients was like, bro, my shirt's peeling, bro. I was like, all right, thank you. Noted. Then when I got to a space where I mastered that, my next thing was overpressing the shirt. And then I learned some customers don't see the mistakes that you make. And then some customers are gravitated to the imperfection of your presentation. Wow. Yeah, that's real. Which is, a, which is, a, which is a, a weird concept, but I would liken it to, you know, even just now, like um, more transparency. First off, I believe it's super attractive a little bit. Not too much trauma dumping, but people, it's like on this journey, people need something to gravitate towards, to be reminded that we're not magical people. Yes. Granted, we are, we do, we do magical things, but, you know, we have our, our difficulties as well. So last year I went orange for the first time and uh, I had some breakage. So I cut my hair off, grew it back, put in some faux locks. Had some breakage, <laughs> and then um, I said, "Maybe just say these sides, keep it, keep it clean, concise." We're about to do uh, LA Fashion Week in October. Oh. Do a Fashion Week in February. What is my new constant? And so I did my hair myself because I know how to. I did my own uh, maintenance because I know how to, right? And uh, you know, I could have easily overlooked that, but how many of us are battling? what to automate and when to automate, mm -hmm. right? When do I when do I take self-care and, and just keep it at the house? Yeah. And then when do I eat out? And so, um, you, you know, for me, in terms of how someone can navigate from that, the, these, these problems and things, I've learned writing it down in a book is an easy way to make every mistake marketable, every problem profitable. Um, those hiccups, share them. Uh, and then our moments of feeling low, when we overcome that, gift wrap that experience to share with others. 
Amazing. I think that was the perfect advice to leave our audience with so that they can let it marinate and they can purchase that book because yes, like, yeah. Where was the website again? You said success circle. Yes. Success circle bookstore um, spelled out plainly. And then for those that want to, uh, you know, listen to my podcast, it's money style, your lifestyle monetize your lifestyle with truly truly and then uh youtube is success circle network with matthias truly love Love it it. and then i know we didn't get to really touch on your podcast like that but um in like a couple of sentences what can people expect when they listen to your show yeah cool so with my podcast it's literally like this Mm -hmm. with a bunch of episodes (laughs) um i speak on how i monetize my lifestyle Mm -hmm. I offer ways for others to monetize their lifestyle. And if I could put it in one sentence, is this. The synopsis of my podcast is this. Whatever you need in life, buy a whole bunch of it, subtract what you need, and then sell the rest. So, you know, we got to wear clothes. Wear your own clothes. Whatever's left over. That little so yeah. got to use toiletries, beauty care products, all that. Either make your own or wholesale your own. Tell the rest on Amazon or get you a, a, a wish list. There's so many ways to itemize what we're already spending money yeah, on. Yeah, right? that's facts. So that's been, that's every business that I have. My tobacco brand, I self-medicate, right? Um, my women's apparel and footwear brand, I'm attracted to women, right? Uh, my clothing brand. You got- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. To wear clothes in his life. <laughs> you feel me? And then with my uh, books and pot, books and podcasting and public speaking, we're all here for a purpose. Yes. And my purpose, based on my numbers, is clothing through confidence. I'm sorry, confidence through clothing, and then monetizing through lifestyle. Uh, you know, other podcasts or about, you know, murder mysteries and crime and law. And in your case, uh, you know, other psychology and human relations. Mine is about how can I make money with what I'm already spending money on? Mm-hmm. What is that mindset? Mm-hmm. That is monetize your lifestyle with truly, truly. Amazing. Love it. Amazing. Love it. So, yeah. So those of you who are listening to this podcast and you want to stay connected with Truly Truly, make sure you check out that website that is going to be highlighted in the show notes and make sure that you check out his podcast. I yes. promise you, it will be blessed. You will be blessed. <laughs> will be blessed. <laughs> Thank you so much, Truly Truly, for coming through. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, yes. Thank you all very well. For sure. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Yes, it was a pleasure. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all tune in next Friday for another episode of the Double Dose Podcast brought to you by your favorite twin, Shonda and Chanel. All right, y'all. Have a great day. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom of Papa at participating McDonald's.